You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show, Tom and Ricky. We're your hosts, as always, here on Wake Up and Wager. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Of course, a lot to get to today. SteadyPicks.com, completely free to sign up. Sign up today. Best bets from myself, Ricky, Donnie, Big John. And of course, the Steady Pick system plays. It's a great tool to add to your handicapping. So. Check it out. We got tennis, baseball when it's back, NFL, NBA, golf. We got everything. Um, and if you have not, if you listen to the podcast every day here and you have not uh, reviewed the podcast on either platform or subscribe to it either, please consider doing so. Greatly helps support the, the, the podcast and what we do here. Uh, especially if you like mustache MMA stuff that we have on the podcast channel, definitely subscribe and leave a nice little review or just a five-star review. That would be fantastic. Appreciate that very, very much. Ricky, good morning. Good morning, Tom. How we doing, my man? Good, good. Um, A lot to get to today. Yeah, before we dive in, man. I got to tell you, I uh, when I woke up this morning, I opened up social media. I opened up the old Instagram app, Tom, and the, the moment I opened the feed, I'm seeing like video or post after post of these the bad beat alert. All right. And I'm whenever I yeah. see these, I just assume, Tom, that it's probably a game that I was on. It was it was the Bulls. Did you see how we lost that bet? Yep. They were up. Uh, they were up. What? Ten with two minutes left? Tom, I don't even understand how it happened. All I saw was the last play on social media, like where the guy hits the three to uh, cut the score down to one at the buzzer. But, like, I saw the score before I went to sleep, and I didn't – it was done. It was done. There was, like, three minutes left in the game. It was done. I wake up. I see that. So – it's just funny uh, because it's it's part of the game. It happens, but damn, man, we 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 click the money line button instead of the minus one and a half, and we completely avoid this uh, disgusting bad beat. Yeah, terrible, terrible, um, brutal. Yeah, I saw that I, when I I did the same thing. You know, unfortunately, when I turned off the TV for the night, they were up. Uh, 11 or something. I said, oh, 
No problem. We're good. Should have known better in the NFL or in the NBA, rather. It's just <laughs> NBA is so unpredictable. You have to be so careful. All you can do is laugh it off when this happens. And again, um, I think it was so fitting, too, because um, you had sent the some of the people here at Steady Picks, you had sent um, a nice little article that you had, had found from our good friend Jack Andrews who wrote about the yep. mindset to have behind being a sports better, what that means, what your mentality has to be, what your strategy has to be, all these different things. And it's funny because that this happens the exact night that, that I read that because essentially what, what he says in the article is you can't look at things that closely. Like you want to know if it win or loss, but you don't even really want to know how. And if you do know how, you have to pretend like you don't care. Or you have to not even pretend. You have to truly not care. Just like I don't care. <laughs> and, you know, Tom, I'd like to share that article because I know you. someone like you, you know, you stomach losses better than the average better, I would say. You know, and not because, you know, you lose a lot, but because you, you understand the mindset you kind of have to have if you're going to be in this space. And you're every day better, and even I'm guilty of this too. They don't lose well. They don't lose no. well, and losing's part of this game. So I'm I'm gonna share this article on social media. I encourage everybody to read it, but especially the part about losing. I just found that so valuable, Tom, and it's part of the reason I can stomach that loss last night so easily and just move on. But uh, glad glad you read it. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. And part of the um, problem or part of the reason why people don't handle losses very well, and this is not in there, but this is my theory. There's two reasons why. Um, likely, most likely is because they don't have a bankroll management system set up. Like they don't have a unit. So if they put 500 bucks into, into DraftKings, and they're betting $150 a game, that's going to piss you off when that loses because that's a fifth, more than a fifth of the money you've put in to play with. Right? Mm -hmm. Whereas the proper way would have been to be betting a unit, which would have maybe been 30 bucks. So... Yep. You have to keep it into perspective of how much money, you're, and that's why if people put thirty dollars on it, they probably wouldn't be as mad if your bankroll is five hundred as opposed to one fifty when you have five hundred dollars in your account, right? Like, and that's why people just go through it, and then the next night they're mad, so they go, "Okay, I, I'm going to get it back. Let's do." Well, I got you know three fifty left in my account. All right, we're going to dump it all on this this team, and it's just that cycle mm -hmm. over and over and over. So no matter how much you have, you just have to set up the bankroll, uh, the unit system. And if you're not doing that after listening to us for this long, uh, maybe you won't ever get it. I don't know. But we talk about it every day. <laughs>
No, I'm going to share the article though, Tom. I think people will like this one. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely a, what I would say is a must read for anybody who bets on sports. Yeah, please do. That's fantastic. And it is a few months old, honestly, um, which is, you know, just goes to show how evergreen a lot of the stuff that he puts out is that, you know, it's always valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky, we've got, uh, I want to talk about the NFL. We've got, I've got an NBA play again, coming back to the NBA. We go one and one in tennis. We win the one unit play with Madison keys. Big win for us. We lose the quarter unit play that plus three fifty uh, for Pagula to get a set. We lose that. So we end up uh, plus a little over a unit yesterday uh, between the two plays. Okay. Which is fantastic. I've got a bunch of plays for the Australian Open tonight, which we'll get to in a little bit. I've got about uh, maybe three or four even plays for the Australian Open. Got to play in the NBA, and then we're going to dive into the NFL first and see if there's anything here that is bettable yet and kind of just, now that we've had a day to reflect on this, just give our initial thoughts for these two matchups. Love it. And, Tom, we only have, what, three more weeks left of the NFL? Well, there's we got to really, cherish these conversations. I mean, there's really two weeks. It's three weeks of time, but there's really these two matchups and the last, the big Super game. Bowl. Yeah. Hey, so let's, let's enjoy this NFL talk while we can, everybody. And we have to, uh, and just to think about, I mean, I really reflected on the game's this weekend, yesterday, and I don't think I did it justice how, and I listened to the show, I listened back to the show, and I don't think I did it justice how incredible those games were this weekend. Like, all across the board, I don't think we're, we appreciate it enough, and I went back and watched the the Chiefs and the Bills ending, and that was probably the single best ending to a sports event that I've ever seen in my life across NBA, anything. This is why NFL is king at the end of the day, Tom, you can't, you can't get that suspense anywhere else. No, you really don't. You really don't get that anywhere else. Um, But just a fantastic game. Anyway, let's look ahead to this week. Bengals, at Chiefs, Bengals getting seven points here. I saw some seven and a halves uh, right when this opened. I still think okay. BetMGM has the last seven and a half. We're going to double check that right now. Is there anything you, yeah, the last seven and a halves at BetMGM. Is there anything here that you would like to play or you're thinking about playing? Like, what is. Do you have any initial thoughts here? I can tell you this. I'm not going to be laying seven points with the Chiefs. That I'm certain of, even at this stage of the week. Um, you know, I, I just think the Bengals are honestly too good of an offense to give that many points to in any scenario here, Tom. So I think that number is high is my initial thoughts. Um, you know, I, I'm 
it's funny because when these teams played, I believe it was like week 17, maybe week 18, I think week 17. Um, and I was watching that game. It was one of those games that I just had a feeling that we might see this matchup again. Uh, it was an absolute shootout. The Chiefs got an early lead on them. The Bengals came back and won that game. But I see a close game. I do. So my initial lean is definitely in the seven and a half or even seven uh, with the with the road team. How about you? Yeah, what? <clears throat> I think the seven and a half is worth grabbing right now. So I'm actually going to go ahead and, and take a little piece of seven and a half with the Bengals. As it's the last one left, we're going to get a good little value when this all moves to seven. We're going to have the only seven and a half that was available. If it gets bet back to seven and a half, it's okay. We're still right where we started. So I'm not so worried about that, but I think the Bengals just keep this close. I don't think they win the game. I don't necessarily believe that they're a live dog here. But I do think they keep this a very close game, just like the one before, just like the Chiefs seem to find themselves in because they can't play defense. There's a lot of reasons why this game will can and will be very, very close. And and that's a really good point, too, with the, uh, the Chiefs' defense, Tom. I don't know if it was the Honey Badger being out last game, Tyron Matthew, or, you know, maybe it's just, <clears throat> excuse me, a credit to the, the Bills' offense truly being that good. But the defense that I saw last week resembled more the early season Kansas City defense than the mid to late season defense. And that's worrisome to me. You know, like, I don't know. I, I was not impressed with Kansas City's defense in that game. And, you know, Joe Burrow is... This offense is similar to the Bills in the sense of there's they got a lot of weapons. Joe Burrow's going to be able to move the ball. So knowing that the Bills just took him down to the wire and had a beat, I see no reason why we couldn't you know see a, a similar type game, Tom, with the Bengals. And I do think a game like that, like the Chiefs just play, really wears on you. Not that the Bengals had a, had a, you know, a walk through the park, but I really think that, you know, that weighs on you pretty heavy to play a game like the you just played. I don't know. Um, so I'm it's making a, a bet. I'm making a bet seven and a half with the Bengals. Love it. Next um, game. Oh, you have something else for that? Nope, nope. Was gonna was gonna uh just give a couple trends, but I think it's kind of irrelevant to be honest with you, at this point in the postseason. Okay. 49ers at the Rams. 49ers getting three and a half points is what I see pretty much across the market today. Maybe a few threes hanging out there instead of the three and a half. Um, But I I would say consensus is the three and a half, right where it opened. Um, Is there anything you're playing here, Ricky? Oh, nothing today, Tom. Nothing today, but I certainly will have a play in this game. <clears throat> My initial lean is to grab the hook on the 49ers at three and a half. I think if you like the 49ers, 
you're better off probably at least getting part of your bet in right now while the hook is available because I think this will go to three, not to four. Um, I don't know, Tom. It's just it's it's one of those things where I think the 49ers have won maybe four, five, six straight against Sean McVay and the Rams. They really do have their number. They uh, they're a bad matchup for this Rams team. I love this 49ers team. I I think you got to take the points. So I took uh I took the 49ers plus three and a half. And because I thought that it wouldn't stay there, that it, this would definitely close at the three mark. Um maybe not even two and a half, but I think it will close at three, is my prediction. Uh so getting the three and a half at minus one ten, that's gonna be Good value. That's going to be a plus EV bet, uh, which is what we're looking for. Now, the things that worry me about the 49ers, you look at their last schedule, seven of their last nine games have been on the road. So this team has not been home in a very long time. They've been all over the place playing these road games. The offense does not look good. Jimmy Garoppolo with his shoulder and ankle, whatever he's got going on, he looks pretty horrible. So there's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't like the 49ers in this spot, and that makes me like them even more. Again, you know me. I've not been a believer in the Rams all season long. I'm still not. You know, while you have to admit that they're one of the most talented teams in the league, I still don't think they're winning this Super Bowl. I've got tickets left. Futures tickets left on the Bengals and the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. Uh, so I've got both the dogs in this one. And as far as futures go. And I'm taking both the dogs in their in their games as well. And then with San Francisco, I also took, and you know how we like to do this, but I took a minus uh, three line on San Francisco as well. The number was right. The price was right. Again, we like to kind of wow. move. We like to kind of move the number through zero because plus three and minus three is not that different if you really think about it. I mean, if you think they're a live dog, of course, but the value of plus three to minus three is not. Uh, you know, if the game's close, you might get the extra touchdown that wins the game. Plus three is irrelevant. Whatever. So I've put a little bit on both. Okay, and something I think that you really want to monitor here, if you like the the Forty ers side initially at least, is the health of Debo Samuel. Because something I realized in that last game is, just he's the engine of that offense. I know we knew that, but when you take that engine out, it's a problem. The offense isn't very good. And I know Jimmy G, Tom Wall, he didn't play great. He, he had some bad drops early in that game. Um, I, I do think he made some good throws, but we need a healthy Debo Samuel. We need a healthy uh, Nick Bosa. He looked fine last week. As long as he doesn't have any setbacks or anything like that, you know, he should he should be improved, if anything. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to they're gonna need the offense to be firing. Um I, I do believe that because I think the Rams will score points. And uh, 
we've said that all season about Debo, that he is just, in my mind, one of the most three most valuable players to any team in the NFL. Um, 100%. So just a fantastic, I mean, a must-have on your team. In the games they were without him this season, they look horrible. So he's a must-play. He's got to be in the game. But I'm not sure if the line really reflects that yet. I'm not sure what the line is reflecting right now. I'm assuming he's playing. And this is the number with him playing. I think the initial public thought is that he will play. But the thing is, I mean, the guy was hobbling in and out of the game. Uh, He'll play, but is he 100%? You know, and I think... uh, Not even sure it matters. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if he's good to go, he's good to go, but he's a big piece. So I think you just, you keep an eye and you monitor his practice this week, make sure he's at least getting some limited work in and he should be out there. Wonderful. And we talked about the futures for this stuff a few times yesterday. I suppose we talked about, you know, looking at the outright winners or the Super Bowl correct matchup to see if there was any, any value that we could find. Um, and still not so much. I looked at the Super Bowl outright winners, trying to project out what the line might be if you know any of the scenarios happen, and it looked pretty correct to me because I would think if the Rams, if the Rams win and the Chiefs win, what's the line on that game? Rams. Chiefs. I would imagine. Chiefs laying two and a half to three and a half. Okay. Would I'm be not, my guess. Would be my total guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I, I'm not sure it's three and a half. I think it's maybe two and a half. If it's yeah, the, I don't think it's three and a half, thinking about it. I, I don't maybe two. One and a half, two. It's a pretty close matchup, those two teams. What if it's the 49ers and the Chiefs? If it's the 49ers and the Chiefs, the Chiefs are definitely laying between three and four points. I feel confident about that. I think they might North of be three laying, points. Yeah. I would think maybe even six. Because how much better are the 49ers than, me. than the Bengals? The, you know, the Chiefs are laying seven right now. Are the 49ers even better than the Bengals? Well, one of the things to remember is the Chiefs have a legitimate home field advantage at Arrowhead. Like, that stadium is very hard to come in and play in. So when you eliminate that out in the Super Bowl, because it'll be played in L.A. in the Dome, you know, like, even the Rams. I don't know if you saw, Tom, what they're doing. They're not allowing 49ers fans to buy yeah. tickets to the game because they uh, they took over the stadium in Week 18. So, like... It is worth noting that certain teams have a much bigger home field advantage than others in the NFL. Oh, I'm sad you brought that up because I totally, for the most part, disagree with that. I think it's a fact. I think it's a fact, but okay, so what? It's one point to the spread? Well, what I'm saying is, it's tougher to go into Seattle or go into Kansas city than it is to go into fucking Jacksonville or something, you know, like it's uh, By what, a certain stadiums. Point? Maybe. Sorry. Go ahead. By what a point on the point spread. Maybe. 
Maybe no, Jacksonville is I, I probably say, nothing. And the Chiefs are probably one and maybe one and a half points. They say home field in the NFL can be two to three points, right? Which is quickly changing, I think. If not already. Right. So, yeah, it's tough. I mean, certainly I can tell you that the Chiefs, the Seahawks, the Packers, certain teams, they're going to get at least two to three points. for their, Not at least. They're going to get the two to three for at home. The Chiefs are getting it here, Tom. And I know that because when these teams played in Cincinnati, well, the line closed at three and a half. So nothing's changed. If anything, the Chiefs are more banged up. They lost a couple key players since that matchup, and now they're laying seven and a half at home. So that's a four-point adjustment. They're essentially giving them four here for the, no. the swap. No, not at all. Different scenarios call for different different lines. But I don't think the Chiefs are four point getting four points. They're, I don't think the books are giving the it's Chiefs a fact. four points. Well, no, it's not a fact. This is really a. I'm saying there's no factual. There's no way to factor this in as fact because every you know a lot of people value this differently. I'm saying this is what's a fact. The line in the first matchup in Cincinnati, it closed at three and a half. That was the spread. Right now, I don't know where this is going to close. It's at seven and a half in Kansas City. The game was three or four weeks ago, Tom. Not not much has changed in the teams. The only difference here is the stakes with it being a, a game for the Super Bowl and the location. Those are the only two variables that have swapped. Not really. What do you mean? Not really. We're a month. It's the later. same teams. They just played we're three weeks month, ago. We're a month later. They've played a bunch of other games in between. The recent data on both of them is different. That will yeah, certainly I'd, I'd argue if anything, the, the Bengals have more momentum and the Chiefs maybe have less. So I don't know. I mean, after that win, I don't know. They stole it, Tom. Chiefs, it's not like they had some huge convincing win. I mean, they they took it at the buzzer. They were all, they were in their grave, and they got out and, and won. It's not like they smashed the Bills. But either way, I'm just saying it's tough to go into Kansas City. It's going to be different than when Joe Burrow played them with his home crowd behind him. So I expect a very different game in that sense, just on the location of the game in that wild Kansas city crowd. Yeah. A lot of people will tell you that the, the three to four point home home thing is long gone. Like most respected, like NFL people that put their numbers together, model this stuff. They've got maybe Kansas city, maybe two points for being at home. Like when they model this out, so, I don't know. It's an interesting conversation of how many points certain teams are worth at home. There's no doubt that some teams are worth almost nothing, but the teams that people think are really worth something, I don't think they're as worth as much now as they were maybe two or three years ago. I think it's changing. 
we'll agree to disagree on that because I don't think I don't think much has changed. But either way, definitely up for debate. Australian Open. We got a bunch of plays to go over for the Australian Open. What do we got? First play, James Sinner against Sitsipas. Sitsipas played a five set, huge match against um you know, in his last match. Really, really tough matchup. Now he plays Sinner, who's arguably a little bit better, gonna be a little bit fresher. My numbers come to this being to Sinner being much more of a favorite without all of that. So what I actually played here is James Sinner to win 3-0 or 3-1. Plus 330, plus 350. Did like a half a unit on each of those. I think I did a quarter unit on each of those. Being such long shots. But Sinner to just sweep the board here. 3-0 or lose one to Sitsipas. 3-1. Again, 330, plus 330, plus 350. Those were the best numbers I could find on that. I've also seen some people play this as like the first set. Sinner wins the first set at minus 126. I don't think that's a bad idea if that's the way you want to go. And then on the lady side, we've got Daniel Collins, Cornet, Iga Swatek, Kai Kanepi. We're doing a little parlay with the favorites here you know I don't usually like to do this but I think the difference between the two players is so large Daniel Collins minus 290 over Elise Cornet, and then Iga Swatek minus 420 against Kai Kanepi and uh yeah we're gonna go ahead and do those two parlayed together best price you can find is about minus 150 on those two, those are both this evening. Minus 150, that's a unit play for us. And the last thing I'll note is um, Ash Barty and Madison Keys will play tomorrow. Madison Keys, we were on. We were on her. We were against her. We were on her. And here she is facing Ash Barty, who hasn't lost, a, hasn't broken, hasn't had her serve broken in like. 65 service games. Just an unbelievable stat. Ash Barty is playing women's tennis on an entirely different level. So we are going to go Ash Barty. I mean, she's a huge favorite. So we're just going Ash Barty to to win 2 to 0. 2 to love. 2 0. Win the first two sets. Get out of there nice and easily. For Ash Barty, I believe that's tomorrow night. If not, it's uh, I can probably double check this. It's either tomorrow night or it's like early, early. I believe it's tomorrow evening because they just played the last night. So I'm pretty sure okay. they have a day off. Yes, tomorrow evening. Yeah, Ash Barty's minus four fifty in that actual matchup. Uh, take her to win 2-0. Love it. Tommy Tennis, baby. So, bunch of plays there. Bunch of plays there. All right. Um, real, real quick, Tom. 
while uh, while you were going through some of this the tennis stuff, I just did some shopping just to see uh, where the lines were on the football games across all the different books. Just something that might be worth noting for the listeners. The very last seven and a half is available at BetMGM. Literally, while you were talking, three or four other seven and a halves just came off the board. So if you wanted a seven and a half and you're up early, go to BetMGM because the rest of them are gone. On Cincinnati. Uh, same deal yeah. with, what's, what was that? On Cincinnati. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, Cincinnati. Sorry. Um, yep. So, and then the other thing is in terms of the three and a half on San Francisco, it's juiced up to 120 almost everywhere other than BetMGM as well. So, best numbers on the dogs, BetMGM. And I think that's going to, that plus three and a half, minus 110 is going to be a really good closing, like, number to get a good closing price. Because even if it closes three and a half, I think it might be juiced. You know, minus one fifteen, ah, minus one twenty, and you'll get a little bit of you'll get some closing line value with the with the price there. I kind of feel like I have to lock that in right now. It's crazy. Uh, I'm I'm gonna, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna wow. throw a half unit on the just because simply out of value, Tom. Like you said, I think that that hook disappears throughout the week, and I'd I'd rather have. I'd rather have it. So yep. I'm going to lock it in too. And here's the thing that people kind of forget sometimes. You can always, you can pretty much always buy out of your position. Mm-hmm. Right? Like people are afraid to make early bets because they don't want to, they want time to pick the wrong, the right stuff and look at all the, if you see an opportunity to get involved, that's a good spot. Just do it. What's the worst that happens? What's the worst that happens? Yeah. Stays at three and a half and then you could just play the other side if you really wanted to. Like if you really found something groundbreaking that said, oh, I got to have the Rams here. All right. On Friday, just play back three and a half. Call it a day. Have you ever heard of the service prop swap? Yes. And I don't believe prop swap um, and another one are trying to get into the U.S. and they're trying to be legal. And one of them is uh, through in Jersey. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's Prop Swap is a type of website. It's a it's a betting exchange. So where you're buying and selling the tickets that you have. Mm-hmm. So like right now, a lot of people are selling their their futures tickets on. Like the season longs that whether Bengals, Chiefs, 49ers, Rams, you'll see a lot of futures tickets up for sale right now with all different kinds of numbers on there. And uh, it's just pretty cool, Tom. I I didn't really have any thoughts. I just I never saw that before. Uh, I think they've been around a little while, but they're new to me. I thought it was a pretty cool service. Yeah, the one that's legal in Jersey uh, now, the one that's legal in Jersey is not coming to my mind. But this was like pretty big news, maybe three months ago that Jersey was getting a betting exchange. I can't remember what the name of the company is though. I'll have to find it later. Um, Hmm. But it is legal in Jersey. So the idea behind it for those that have no idea what we're talking about is if you bet the chiefs early in the season, plus I don't even know what they were plus a thousand 10 to one plus a thousand. 
to win the Super Bowl. Now they're sitting at plus 125. So you are trying to sell that ticket to somebody else for more than plus 125. And more times than not, you're going to get a better offer from a human within the exchange than the books would give you in like a cash out or something like oh, that. Yeah. No so, doubt. yeah, it's it's definitely it's like selling a car privately versus getting reamed going to the dealership, you know, and, and <laughs> same same process there. Yep, I like that. I like that. Um, but yeah, pretty interesting concept. We'll see if it ever makes it around the rest of the country or if it even works in Jersey. I know they were a little concerned about it actually working just because for every buyer, for every seller, there has to be a buyer or else it all kind of crumbles apart. Um, Ricky, good show today. I'd be really curious for the people listening to, to chime in on the points for home field advantage. How many points do you think that they actually get in the market? In the marketplace, how many points do they get? Not how many. You Those think are my favorite conversations, Tom, when we're on different sides. Oh, Ricky. Me too. Me too. But I'd be curious to see. So if you're listening <laughs> and you had some thoughts, send them over on uh, Twitter at GetSteadyPicks, or you can tweet me at TomLong36 um, or on Instagram at steady picks reply to our story or something maybe we'll get something posted to talk about this but really really interesting i I don't know ricky i think if you if you google it a little bit today and read some people i think you might you might change your mind that's all tom i'll I'll do a little research but i'm telling you i'm not changing my opinion just because three guys over at vison or whatever say Points are no longer a premium for the home team. I'm, I'm going to stay firm in my ways. I'll tell you that. But I'll do a little digging for you. I'll see. I'll let you know what I find. Please do. Please do. And then uh, we'll come back on here tomorrow and talk about how it's two points for the Chiefs. <laughs> we shall see, my man. We shall see. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager. Thanks so much for listening today. Good luck tonight with all the tennis plays. Try and keep it rolling. Talk to you tomorrow.